You're listening to Sarah Hagen backstage with interviews and insights from years inside the music industry. Join Sarah as she talks with masters of their crafts, finding out what makes them tick both inside and outside of the music business. Welcome to Sarah Hagen backstage. My guest today, Henry Cole, has an incredibly unique style of playing, influenced by his childhood in Puerto Rico and his education at Berklee College of Music and Manhattan School of Music. We are going to talk about that style, his influences, his albums and touring schedule, and his upcoming clinic at PASIC in November. So come along with me as I catch up with Henry Cole. Henry, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Sarah. It's an honor to be here sharing with you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Absolutely. It's great to see your face. It has been so long. <laughs> it's been some time. Yes. So where are you right now? Right now I'm in Puerto Rico in the Caribbean. I've been here uh, since 2019, early 2018, late 18. Uh, so it's been, um, you know, post New York fire. Uh, mm-hmm. Remember and then COVID. So that's about it. It's about three or four years now. Yep. So Amazing. I'm here in an island. Yeah. There's a lot of sun and heat outside. Yeah. Well, that's that's nice. It, it seems like it's sunny and hot in most areas <laughs> lately. So it's, that's, that's true. It's, that's true. It's a common theme. Um, but so you just where, you where just, are you? From? Where are you now? I am. I am just south of Boston. I am. Yeah. Okay. I'm. This so is my home good. office here, which I've Beautiful. I've been in for the past um, two years, a little two and a half two years. years actually. So yes. Um, but yes, I know. Nice. I know. And and nice. the the wall treatments were done by Audie Mute. I just have to give a, a shout out because Audie Mute Beautiful. has yeah. been amazing. They always did a great um, job. I saw what they did for Aaron. Right? They did something for Aaron yes. Spears. Yeah, Spears has his studio is incredible, and like you know. Um, Dax Nielsen and mm-hmm. you know co- like countless other um, drummers have Audie Mute um, treatments Amazing. in their studios now. So so great. Mitch great is the work. best. Anyone great who work. wants to check yeah. out their stuff, Audie Mute. Yeah. Um, but but <laughs> but yeah. So this is my home <laughs> office, just south of Boston. Okay. But you just touched on the fire that happened, and so yes. mm-hmm. you were in New York City and your apartment. Yes. A, I was, I was, uh, yeah, we were sleeping, me and, me, me and my um, girlfriend, Natalia, we were sleeping about 4 a.m., boom, fire, uh, smoke, she woke up, if I, if she doesn't wake up, who knows, but um, yeah, it was very traumatic, uh, in two hours, we were in the street, you know, eating food, uh, in this Dominican place at 5 a.m., it was oh. about 5 a.m., after the, after, after the fire department left and everything, it was about 5 a.m., so it was a interesting start right there 5 a.m and um from there we spent some time in the bronx but then uh you know it was hard to to find a place like the one i had you know I, i've been in here for some time so i had my studio there so we relocated in puerto rico and the first year was was going well then COVID, and then you know we've been here we've been here now you know now looking forward maybe i maybe i go back to the city maybe i go back to new york who knows it's just everything is changing so fast right yeah i understand uh, that sentiment you just never know what's (laughs) happening yeah but there's a feeling that i have that i should go back and uh, relocate and and, Mm -hmm. you know just get back to that that groove there but it's been nice here it's been nice a lot of creative work have been done and uh a lot of uh, also spiritual work has been done since I've been here in Puerto Rico. So I feel good. 
That's so, I, I'm so happy to hear that you feel good and that it's been a good yeah. experience. And I, it's when good. I think of you, you know, I think of you, I think of Puerto Rico and I think of New York because yeah. those are the two places yeah. that I associate with you. Yes. But, you know, so mm -hmm. let, let's talk a little bit about your origins because you did yes. grow mm -hmm. up in mm -hmm. Puerto Rico and it, I feel yeah. like your style is just so incredibly unique, your style of playing. Thank you. Um, absolutely. Yes. And thank you. You have you have this great um, you have this great quote on your website, and I just want to read it because I feel like it really encompasses everything. <laughs> and so on your site, it says Henry Cole is a shape shifting drummer whose versatile yep. multicultural style positions him at the forefront of a growing wave mm -hmm. of jazz innovation and cross-cultural 21st century rhythms. <laughs> well, and that's just yeah. like perfect because it does <laughs> encompass what you do. You have this, mm -hmm. you have this history of, yes. you know, multicultural um, playing styles that you've kind of mm -hmm. like melded into this incredible style of playing jazz music and other styles of music too but i yeah. love how mm -hmm. you bring that to jazz and yeah you. absolutely and anyone Thank who you. has seen you play with any of the groups that you've played with um and mm -hmm. it, on your own music as well just can see yeah. this the, the the um the different elements that you bring into it and the different yes. instruments that you bring into it so mm -hmm. tell mm -hmm. us a little bit about that um, so and, th and thank you for for all of that, Sarah. Um, um, coming from you means a lot to me. Everything coming from you means a lot to me. So oh. thank you. Um, when I was, you know, I I I grew up in the west side of the island of Puerto Rico. Uh, I come from a music musical family. Nothing nothing very not not a lot of popular music, but church. Like my 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 grandmother was an organist and everything. So I was exposed to playing you know talent shows you know all that stuff that we do when we kids at four I started playing piano so i was a pianist at the as a school so you know but then uh i i jumped into this lp from uh rocky two uh album the soundtrack and it was yeah. Idol of the tiger so Idol of the tiger when i listened to that I was like mm, there's something in here that i like about the drums and then i took that record to my neighbor she was an older uh, uh maybe she was a teenager back then i was a kid i was nine and then she said oh so you like that huh okay let me show you this album so said then she played striper striper wow to hell with the devil. <laughs> and when i listened to that immediately i said okay this is it i'm gonna play the drums so i started playing with pencils and, and pens and whatever i could find and that day I say, okay, I'm gonna take drum lessons. I'm gonna sign up for the for the music school in, in Maya West in Puerto Rico. Uh, I was nine, I took the test uh, just to find just to find that my teacher, my drum teacher, wasn't wasn't a trump uh, a, a drum set teacher, he was a trumpet player. So my lesson was in the practice pad with the Ruben book. Mm -hmm. So so imagine a kid coming from this imagination of playing like rock and roll heavy metal and then going to a practice pad uh, with my teacher. But uh, right now, you know, it could have it couldn't have been better because that teacher showed me how to be more of a musician than just the drums because he played trumpet. He was a orchestrator, arranger and stuff like that. So he showed me how to read music, how to side read music charts and so that's just to be prepared to, to work, you know. And then from Striper, the whole journey, I don't know, a lot of heavy metal bands, 
I remember seeing Nirvana uh, the first time that show it on MTV. And I said, there's something different about that drum pattern. There's, there's something going on. And yes. then from there, I saw Persian and Alice in Chains and Soundgarden. You know, remember that transition? It was like from a heavy metal mind to that. Run. It was like, wow, this, this is different. Yes. And then um, I got into uh, uh, <laughs> all the people that, you know, uh, Dream Theater, Mike Pornoy, and for a long time, and mm -hmm. then Neil Peart. And then from Neil Peart, eventually I jumped into Latin jazz. And from Latin jazz, I think I went backwards to then the Changuito. And, and uh, my musical heroes since then and until this point has always been Giovanni Hidalgo and Anthony Carrillo because Giovanni represented the the biggest percussionist of, of, of Puerto Rico that you, you could have, you know. So when yeah. I saw him, I was like, okay, so I see the rudiments, I see the traditions, I want to be that guy, you know. And oh, I still I try that. to be Giovanni, you know, he's my hero. You know, of course, Changuito uh, played a major role, which Changuito was a teacher of Giovanni at some point in Cuba. Mm -hmm. But uh, but Giovanni was has always been my main hero because of how he can create that effects in the audience where he plays solos. And uh, and now that I understand is that he, the way that he blends tradition with the rudiments is was so perfect, you know? Yes. Because one day I was starting to, I, I was playing, I was accompanying him and I started playing the cowbell and he started playing the solo, no rudiments, just the language. And then by the time he played the first flam or something, the crowd was already crazy. I said, wow, there's a message here, you know? So mm -hmm. that's it from there. I love that, I love that yeah. story. I love that. Yeah. And, you know, Giovanni, he absolutely, I feel like he's such a big influence for so many drummers and, you know, drum yeah. set players and yes. percussionists alike. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I had no idea that you kind of started from this like heavy metal. Yeah. Oh, yeah, big time. No clue. Big time. Big time. I never had a music school. No, my, my thing was more Crew, Megadeth, Poison, uh, Queensreich, Warrant, all of that, you know, all of that. And I remember seeing uh, uh, Nirvana. And I say, there's something going on here. This is different, you know. But I liked it because it was, I saw that drummers were more, like, better drummer. I saw, like, there was something happening on the drum set, you know, all these yes. great drummers that came along. Uh, but, yeah, it, I was there, MTV, her, her, her Headbangers Bowl guy, kid. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> I had absolutely no idea. This is blowing my mind right now. So I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's that's our, that's that's really similar to how I grew up as well. MTV, heavy metal, hair bands, yeah. into the grunge thing, and yeah. then mm -hmm. kind of made a um, you know kind of inroads into jazz after that. So that's that's so amazing. And also, yeah. like I love that you pointed out how like Nirvana, the mm -hmm. hearing those drum drums, it was just so yes. different, right? It was it like changed. it was it changed the whole thing. It changed yeah. the whole thing. And then from there, Pearl Jam changed the whole thing, and Soundgarden changed the whole thing. The whole thing was different. I was like, "Whoa, Alice in Chains!" And and you know, the whole thing was like, "Whoa, there's something about these drummers that is this different and heavier." You know, yes, absolutely. Awesome. And now, and now, when you hear something that's unique and new, I still have that yes. feeling of like being yes. a kid again and experiencing yes. that that excitement of like, "Oh my gosh, I really haven't heard this before!" Yeah. Like this is mm -hmm. super cool. 
And when you incorporate different instruments into your yeah. jazz playing, that, mm -hmm. I get that feeling. When I see you do something and I'm Thank just you. like, oh, I haven't seen that before. Like, that's so exciting to me. And yeah, absolutely. And I'm just wondering, like, where do you find the creative inspiration for yes. all of the yes. things that you do? Yeah, in, uh, in percussionists, in percussionists like Giovanni and uh, Timbaleros, Mani Okendo, and, and a lot of, uh, we can say it's ethnic percussionists, you know, mm -hmm. folklore, folklore musicians, uh, you know, that, um, that because when you see ethnic music, uh, it's not necessarily about the, the academia, the rudiments or, or what you want to play. It's just, it has a social content and also it's, it's a history. It's, a, it's like hearing flamenco and hearing, uh, you know, the ethnic music around the world in general. Mm -hmm. There's always that element of, of rawness and pureness and also their communication is huge, uh, mm -hmm. you know, because it takes me back to the pam, para, pam, 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 pam. You know, it was about communicating and, and yeah. call response. And I think that sometimes it gets lost. Uh, and I speak for myself, it can get lost in the whole academia, drum set uh, and, and generous, which are styles, which are different points of view of, of cultures and, and, and uh, things that are happening now or before. You know, that always that that can get lost, a bit, especially on the on the drum set. Uh, at least that happened to me. And then I remember uh, one day uh, I was very young and I was trading for with this uh, percussion. He was, he was playing djembe and I was mm -hmm. playing drums and we were playing four and eight. So, and I was playing my chops with the cymbals and you know, blah, 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 blah. And he was doing blah, 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 blah. And I was like, blah, 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 blah. And then after a minute, I didn't know what else to say. And he has so much language still ahead to communicate. And his phrases were cutting through more than mine. And I was like, you know what? There's something not right about my playing right now. So I committed myself to be one of them, to be, uh, let me tell you, see, this other story that changed my, my mind. And I was very young. You know, we have the Hennequin Jazz Festival uh, mm -hmm. here that uh, it was the biggest jazz event in Puerto Rico and it's mostly Latin jazz, you know, it represents that Latin jazz, you know, Dave Valentin and Palmieri, all this, uh, David, and, you know, everyone uh, on the Latin jazz was huge. And then I remember seeing Giovanni solo with the Montuno, you know, bam, 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 solo and then you see, oh, Richie Flores, or you see Timbales, bam, bam. And then when it was time for the drums, the whole band stopped and then you hear like, and then solo stops and then one, two, three, four, bam, 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 bam. I say, you know what? Why, why you want to stop for the drummer? I don't like that. I don't, I don't like the band to stop for me. I want to play in the same way they were playing. You know, why do you want to stop? Mm -hmm. So I understood that it was more of a, of a language thing and, and the way they were playing. So, so. That's what I'm trying to to do to express. You know, I don't want the band to stop for me. I want to play, you know, the same thing that Giovanni plays. I want to play like like him and communicate. Mm -hmm. That's that is so interesting. I can actually I can understand that. Like thinking about how you play and your style and everything, <laughs> it is. It's very cohesive with the band and and with percussion and and also yeah. it's uh, more of a 
a conversation, right? Instead a of conversation. Yeah, yes. Instead of being like a separate instrument, it's more of a conversation with the band. And yes. I totally. yeah, that's that is super important. Um so that's where that, it's come from. That's where it comes from. Yeah. Absolutely. That's so that's so interesting to me. So that and that's a, a really great story. Um <laughs> thank you. You know, you. and yeah, and just like the different instruments that you use on your kit, the different percuss percussion instruments that you mm -hmm. use. Um, I think that gives you a whole other aspect to what you're doing too, you know, and it allows you other other voices in your in yes. your playing. A little bit, but but also I started I started uh, seeing how, how I could be myself jumping on any drum set or or, or just mm -hmm. I, I didn't want for for a long time I didn't want to bring the cowbell to the to the jazz kicks. I say mm -hmm. because I was thinking, well, if you want a cowbell, then it might be for dance party or something because I was playing salsa here in Puerto Rico for a long time. Where mm -hmm. and and that cowbell is your right symbol. You play that until you die you play yes. that because without that cowbell you know people won't dance so so i was i was playing a lot of salsa every week so that cowbell man you know is the right symbol mm -hmm. but then i necessarily I, I didn't want to be uh related just to the cowbell or just uh, bring the cowbell just to the so i wanted to find ways to express that element of the pose of the cowbell in the in the another in, in the symbol it's more the attitude of playing the cowbell than just the actual sound right so for a long exactly. time i didn't want to bring the cowbell to the to the east i said well i don't have one i was just to say yeah. no, i don't have one. <laughs> i don't have one. I forgot it right <laughs> yeah I, oh man oh god i'm sorry i'm sorry so so Too i might have tried to to bring out that sound but Sure, that that makes sense too. Um, <laughs> one of the things you mentioned too was the earliest thing was the Rocky soundtrack, right? So, yeah. um, and I and I we've talked a little bit before about um, like martial arts and yes. and mm -hmm. all that kind of like um, place in your life. And I I yeah. think about you know boxing. I was a boxer years back and a coach. Okay. And I think of I think of boxing or you know fighting styles is very rhythmic right yes. and and very yes. like and there and there's like there is a music to it like there's a it's it's just very similar to me i don't know what it is but the, right similar. the rhythm and the patterns yeah. and all of that the combinations um yeah. and the coordination that it takes it's and so, so yeah, so I just wanted to hear a little bit about um, how how that influences your music too. Yeah, when when a friend of mine long time ago, I think I think it might might have been Tony Scapa, which which you know him also. Mm -hmm. I think it was him or some other friend introduced me to 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 Bruce Lee by book, some book Bruce Lee, mm -hmm. and then of course I, of course in my house I used to watch Bruce Lee when I was a kid. You know, it was in my house, but then when I saw that book. It was the art of expressing the human body, right? When I saw that book and I started reading by myself in the in the bars and nose, I think it was, uh, I saw exactly how I was able to translate everything that he was explaining into being a musician, into being a drummer, like everything, all the routines. When when he when he wrote punches, I wrote strokes. When he saw heavy back and soft back, I saw the heavy pad, the soft pack, the pillow, or the the bounce back. I saw everything so perfectly. The, mm -hmm. the, the stretching the body. And then since then, 
I became a huge Bruce Lee, uh, not a fan. I think he, I saw him as more of a, as a mentor, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. So I study a lot of his work. You know, I don't want to say all of his work, but a lot. And I read a lot of the books, and I apply that to the to my routine as a drummer and as a musician, and mm-hmm. also including including all the reading, the spiritual readings, and then um, I've never been a, a, a boxing fan but i started also studying boxers and and seeing how rhythm and comping and i saw that comping and combinations when you play is like is is totally like like what you're saying and now a few years back i've been studying the life of uh miyamoto musashi which uh, which was uh the considered the the best source man of japan culture you know so i've been studying all his teachings and are all of them are very similar uh, Mm -hmm. very very uh is bigger than what you do it's not about the story it's about something else so that inspires me for the music and also for the drums but they're very disciplined also which is which i am too and i and i always want to be uh, even more disciplined you know so yeah yeah so i use that yeah and that's and that's so great and i know that about you too you know you're re- you're very serious about health and wellness and, yes. and all of that too, right. which I think is really mm-hmm. important when you're so physical with your instrument. Yes. You know, yes. just staying staying healthy, staying the stretching and all of that too. Yes. We've we've talked a bit it's about it's very that. important and, and, and very difficult too, but but there's uh you know um, I follow always Virgil Donati, which I consider one of my my heroes and he's so great at physical and discipline and all that stuff and also i had a mentor for many years his name is efraim toro he's a great percussionist uh and a yeah. great mentor he was like a seafood to me a master and then he, he taught me how a lot about cooking a lot about cooking and food and how you mix different elements of the food and all stuff like that mm-hmm. i love that it's, it's, it's- you know, I mean, all of these things are related, right? And I always say we can find inspiration yeah. and things that, oh, yeah. like, Big inspiration time. for music and outside things. And that's the perfect example. Cooking, Big, combinations yes. of things, movement, yes. you know, dance, all, all of those yeah. things. Also, I, I, one of the uh, the realizations also that I have besides the djembe player and, uh, and the Latin jazz scenario, it was like... Uh, seeing these ladies dance uh flamenco and and and, and dance uh the, the greek dance and bulgarian dancers that they dance in nine and seven eleven like so natural and and the the rhythm they have on their feet the language of the rhythm they have is so rich it's not about licks it's not about the patterns it's about a language that they can speak they can talk and i say wow if 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 i'm as a drummer I don't have that type of language. You know, I'm not supposed to be a drummer. There's there's something wrong. So so with me. So I so I started to to study and and I started to trying to be like them. Because on the drums, I saw that you can play stuff on the drums that if they take the drums away, you cannot play anywhere else. Right. Mm-hmm. So so I, my my philosophy was to be able to play on the table the same content or or with the with words that i was playing on the drums so that means that you're playing 
behind a soloist, you can, if you're a good accompanist, accompanist, you can do it on the drum set or on the table and it's going to sound good. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. That's a really good, that's a really good way to think about it too. Right. And all, and all, all of us drummers are, are familiar with playing on tables mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. To the aggravation of many people around us, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> it's true. But I, I do want to talk a little bit too about your albums because yes. I remember your first album that came out that was yours, um, mm -hmm. Roots Before Branches. And yes. I just was like, I loved the album, but I was so happy with the attention that it got from, you know, from everyone. I mean, the, the, the reviews were just so yeah. incredible. And you mm -hmm. had like a big feature. I remember hearing you on NPR and I was like, <laughs> I think I called you and I was like, I just listened to you. you know, so that excited. is true. That is true. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. so exciting. Um, yeah. yeah. And it was just, it was beautiful. And thank you. Yeah, for sure. And and the, the music that you've made since then and you've won Grammy Awards and it's just, it's just like incredible to have followed you through these years. <laughs> Um, and I'm just I'm so excited for for everything that you have going on. Can you give us an idea of what you're working on right now? What what you have well, kind of like I released during during COVID. I, I recorded another album and it features the Metropolitan Orchestra and it's called Buscando la Vida. Yeah, believe it or not, here it's, it's a vinyl right here. Oh, that's then great. I, I um I I won this grant from chamber music of america is a new jazz works uh, they give you money to write music and, and and record and compose so during covid i was like we need to do something you know uh, so i started working on that project i already had some tunes uh, written and then all for many years i had this thing going on about playing with the with the classical orchestra playing music mm -hmm. with a, a symphonic orchestra and then of course what you get is that it's impossible that it's expensive it's gonna it's not gonna work blah 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 and uh you you have to use virtual instruments or whatever so i tried to get musicians in puerto rico it was wasn't working i tried somewhere else it wasn't working so one day out of frustration i decided to write to the best orchestras in the world an email so i wrote to the london symphony and i wrote to the metropolitan saying my name is henry cole i have some music i want to know if it's possible that what are the possibilities to to record with the orchestra blah blah and next day i have both emails and thank you henry cole your project is very interesting blah, blah, blah. these are the requirements so of course london is is, is a bit more uh, difficult it's difficult to to do the orchestra doesn't have a studio but the metropole has their own studio and they wrote me saying do you have the the score i said yeah the score and then the reply said we would love to do it wow. so they're featuring they say yes so they're featured on the album the first track and then i released that album uh this year uh as, as a vinyl also so so it was a it's a good uh it's a good accomplishment for for us also for me because everything was done here and stuff so that happened during covid that happened during covid and uh, and then right now uh being in puerto rico i decided to jump into reggaeton music which is huge, it's popular, because I saw the rhythmic element of, of folklore also in there. Uh, mm -hmm. So I say, okay, so this is this is this is my backbeat, you know, 
this is my equivalent of the backbeat. So it's my responsibility to to learn it and and to do a, a good job and to play it. So then I took it very serious. To you remember what what Amir did with uh, Jay Dilla beats? Yes, absolutely. Now he he was one of the first who actually could play it on the real drum set. But everyone yes. thought that it was impossible. So now in reggaeton we have more of the same because reggaeton uh, people are used to the machines. They think the machine is much better. Mm -hmm. uh because because it sounds very simple but it's not really that simple mm -hmm. so i just i took i i decided to take it very seriously to be that guy who can sound better than the machine like amir and all that now it's a standard to play like that like chris day so i'm working on that touring with the uh, artist nati natasha and but at the same time another album with miguel sanon quartet is coming we do it the banger i'm teaching at the siena jazz camp in july and i'm doing basic which yes. is killing me <laughs> which i'm so i mean i'm still i'm still on the air with that with, because i'm so honored i don't know how to express you know i'm looking forward yes to i know i'm so excited so i'm we're gonna talk about basic and i want to like give everyone that information but i just want to touch okay. on one thing yeah. that you just said about quest love about amir yeah. um doing mm -hmm. the jay Dilla beats because um it's so interesting to me. I'm a little bit obsessed with electronic music being transferred to acoustic instruments. I love Ooh. that so much. I'm an acoustic mm -hmm. player. Wow. I respect electronics so much, but at my heart, I love the thought of recreating electronic music with acoustic instruments. It's just, it's like um, an obsession of mine. So when we think, oh, I love that. That's so, that's so great. And I think about like Jay Dilla and I think about the, I think about the drummers who play that music and who, who have recreated it and how much I love the push and pull of the actual acoustic instrument in that music, instead yes. of it being perfect electronics it's yeah. like, you know, I think I think about Amir and I think about, you know, Nate Smith and I think about all those guys and the, you know, Kareem and the 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 yeah. wow. laying back of, of the music. Yes. And it just, it makes me so yeah. happy. So I am so excited <laughs> about that being translated yeah. into the reggaeton music that you're playing. Yes. Like, that's incredibly yes. exciting. Yeah, because it's, it's been like that for many years. It's still now we are in a phase that that is hybrid so you mm. play but there's a track because the producers still they they don't i mean they don't really they don't believe that it's possible to sound better than yeah than without the track so so it's been a it's been a transition it's been a journey so before it turns into rock i think it's going somewhere in there more yeah. rockish i just want to work really hard on that one and just establish something and just even for yeah. myself just to to make it uh to make it it's a goal that i have it's a goal that that's I have. that's so great i love that goal henry i can't <laughs> wait i can't wait to hear <laughs> some of that stuff that's, yeah, so, that's so great and then and then yeah let's um let's talk about PASIC a little bit because i am super excited that you are doing PASIC this year i am <laughs> so you know you know how excited i am about that when you got yeah, the news Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be so great. So anyone who's listening, PAIC is the Percussive Art Society International Convention that takes place every November in Indianapolis. And it is like it's a trade show for the percussion world. So 
all of the percussion companies, you know, the cymbal companies, the drum companies, all the accessories companies, everyone exhibits at this trade show in Indianapolis at the convention center. And the coolest part about it is that there's this clinic element. So there are clinics happening all day long for this time frame. This year, the convention is November 9th through the 12th. And mm -hmm. so Henry, you'll be performing a clinic there and um, mm -hmm. let us know. Like, I know you have a title and everything already, but tell <laughs> us about it. Um, you know, when when you it's not always it's not this they say it's not it's not the same to call it than than when it's here when it's when it knocks your door you know it's not the same feeling so it's it's one thing to wish to be there and it's another thing when they send you a letter like do you're going okay yeah. we we counted you so when when you get that that those news is that okay now you have to really examine what is what you have to offer you know mm -hmm. so i've been i've been doing that uh and just when you're gonna when, when you're gonna teach a workshop it really helps the people the audience but it also helps you because it helps you organize your mm -hmm. thoughts much better uh and so this when i got the the email from basic it just helped me to say okay boop, you know you gotta bring something you gotta you have all these ideas uh a lot, a lot of different cultures and influences. How are you gonna put that into one place? And uh, so I'm, I'm working on that. And also, I'm, I'm, I'm worrying about what kind of set should I play? What kind of drum set should I play? The jazz drum set should I play? The more the fusion? I all these minor elements. I'm, I'm working on that because I wanna, I wanna show how, how the wide, the wider range. Of, of of being a, a you know versatile musician not just mm -hmm. the jazz 18 bass drum i want to show some of the reggaeton music i want to show some of the rocks i'm going to show some of my afrobeat uh element uh, on, on that too and also the the work with miguel sanon of course and the jazz so i'm working on that also uh i'm also it's been very interesting to i started studying uh past uh basic clinics like great drummers and and great so I'm, I'm also learning a lot from those uh, mm -hmm. archives of basic and seeing many 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 greats are doing uh basic uh, it's been wonderful oh so that's and a good idea for sure yeah yeah it's it's been it's been wonderful to study all the past clinics uh, or or as much as i can you know uh, but i'm thinking also I, so I've been thinking maybe I am the first Puerto Rican drummer, right? In in doing it, I think so. You might be, remember. yeah. I would yeah, have to I don't remember. Yeah, I remember percussionists, but not drummers. Yeah. So I also have that. I also have that element uh, of excitement and, and responsibility. Also. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know that that is a big responsibility for sure. Like, <laughs> yeah. I know. I know you're up for it, and it's, it's yeah, going that. to be. It's going it's to be, be great. Yeah, I cannot. Be, I can't wait. Good. It's it's so exciting, and the the um the concerts that are happening this year too at Pasic, Ghost mm -hmm. Note will be performing a concert. Uh, Pedrito Martinez will be there. Pedrito, Pedrito is yeah, there. I mean it's it's gonna be it's so good. Yeah, I mean I'm I'm playing some music, bringing some tracks, also to play and and bringing some PDFs and stuff like that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be uh, really ready and happy to just. When showtime is showtime. 
it's fun. I can't wait. I cannot wait. Yeah, yeah. And I get to see you too. I get to actually yeah. see you in person. I get, to, I get to hang. We get to hang finally. Yeah. Yes, we get to hang. Yeah. We'll have some good hang time, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. Um, and I, you know what? One thing I too, I don't want to miss this. You talked about teaching. Yes. And so you, you came from when you studied with John Riley, right? Who is just yes. incredible. Sure. Yes. Legend. Um, but uh, let us know, like, if someone wants to have a lesson with you or to, you know, to book some time with you, how does that work yes. with you? Beautiful. Also, I want to mention, um, I want to mention Skip Haddon, who he was my teacher at Berkeley, of and course. he's been a long, long time friend. Uh, Skip and and John, you know, just what else? He's just wonderful teachers uh, but yeah I've been I've been busy teaching I have my patreon page under Henry Cole on drums and also I have uh, Henry Cole on drums on Instagram uh, you can book a lesson you can go to my website also on education send an email henry com. but Instagram is easier mm -hmm. uh, right now I've been teaching some students because I, I have some time in Puerto Rico in the, during the summer and also the Patreon page is going well because it's also a way for me to organize stuff then to put it into a book, which is one of my goals for this year also. Just finished that uh, that project. So there, yeah, everyone welcome on levels. Uh, rhythm is very important. So it could be about drums or it could be about rhythm in, in general or just improvisation. You know, everyone welcome. Yeah, I love that. I love that. That's so great. And and so and touring wise, do you have any plans yes. or yes. touring dates? This summer, yeah, this summer I'm gonna tour with the reggaeton artist Nadine Natasha during July, and then from there I go to Siena for the for the Siena jazz workshops, uh, and then in on in August we do the Village Vanguard uh, with Miguel Senon. So if you see that, it's very interesting. I like going from reggaeton to teaching to the Village Vanguard. That's a that's a that's a nice that's a nice combination for me. Yeah, <laughs> and it shows your so, versatility too. Like that, that's pretty. So incredible. in a way, in in a way, in a way, that's my perfect scenario to jump uh, from one to the other. You know, eighteen bass from okay, twenty two, okay, twenty four. You know, in ear monitors, okay, no monitors, good teaching, okay, go. You know, right symbol, no cowbells. You know, yeah, that, that stuff is is what I what I enjoy. Well, it keeps it keeps things interesting, right? Like each day yeah. is totally different. Each gig is is totally different, and you know, totally I I like that too. I like I like yeah. the I like the element of you know you have you have different things. Sometimes you don't even know what you're going to encounter during the day. Of course, so, of course. Um, and then, okay. and then well. sometimes I've been producing for other people, just producing uh, virtual projects. You know, I think I, I, I'm really good at putting people together to work together. So I've been doing that a lot and I enjoy that because I just watch, I just watch them do the, the stuff. So mm -hmm. I enjoy that too, you know. That's so, so great. And yeah. so if someone wants to check out the tour dates, should they follow you on Instagram? Is that the best place? Yeah, it's, it's, Instagram, is the be Instagram is the best place uh, for now because, you know, I, I'm there most of the time. Fantastic. Okay. So yeah. we have your Instagram page to follow and um, also register for PASIC if anyone wants yes. to attend PASIC yeah, because that's, that's going to be amazing. It's going to um, be a great hang. It's going to be a great hang. Yes. Sure. And I know some of the other performers there and it's just, yeah, it's just, it's going to be great. So um, I, saw you, I saw 
had the drum set competition recently. I saw that clip. It's wonderful. Yes. I saw yeah. the whole so the, the contest and it was great. Yeah. Basic yeah. Uh, website is incredible, has a lot of info. So yeah. I saw I saw you there with the with the drummers and it was it was great. I was checking them out too. Yeah. Yes, that was so great. The it was the PAS uh drum set competition and yeah. the the stu the kids, I, I say kids, but you know, they're yeah. young adults fantastic airs it was amazing so yeah i co-hosted the finals which was yeah. live streamed which was super yeah. fun um and incredible judges too amazing judges yes i whoa amazing yes. so, can, I, you I imagine, so can you imagine can you imagine a young player and like playing in front of so the judges were matt griner aaron spears and dave weckel and i think no it was you know, insane <laughs> and and so so I, I'm, I'm that I have to say that's been very inspiring to to get in touch with the basic page and all and, and everything that you're doing is just wonderful, Sarah. So thank you. Oh, you really inspire us all, and I've been watching your podcast and wishing that I, I was at some point in there. So thank you. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for I being mean, here today. It makes really me happy super happy, <laughs> super to happy to catch up with you. You know that I have been you know, following along with you since the beginning uh, and just, yeah, you know, no. cheering you on along the way and so happy yeah. for all your success. Since, that, so. since really the beginning, many, many yes. years. So <laughs> yeah. thank, you for, thank you for support, supporting oh me. Oh my gosh, always, yeah, always, course. always. Um, so we'll keep following along with you and okay. I will see you in person in just a few yes. months in November. Yes, that thank you, so, so much. Thank you, Sarah. Abrazo. Thank you so much for all you, uh, everything that you do. Really, thank you. And and thank you, Henry. And I will see you soon. You take care in the meantime. Okay. 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 Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in today. Join us each Tuesday for new episodes of Sarah Hagen Backstage.